Apostle Dr. Baker J. Baker. <clears throat> and today we're going to continue on with what we talked about last week. And last week we talked about the spirit of the fear of the Lord. And uh, one of the things that we one of the things that we did was we set a foundation. We set some uh, we just kind of made it so that you would understand what it is that God has for you, how it is that he wants to work in you, how powerful God is, which means how powerful you are. You know, um, I, uh, I I mentioned the fact that I had written a book and I'm going through this, this book again. I was talking to one of my apostle sons this morning and this book was written in the 80s and it was actually published in 1992. And he says he started to laugh because he knew how long it took me to accept the uh, position of the apostle. I wanted to make sure that this is really what God had for me. And he sent a prophet from Beverly Watkins from South Africa and let me know that if I didn't accept it and if I didn't step into it, that I was going to die. So evidently, that's really what he wanted for me. So, you know, I said, OK, let's do this because I am not ready to die. Well, one of the things that he talked a lot about is uh, one of the things that we need to cease talking so much about. But until we uh, allow the spirit of the fear of the Lord, until we allow the spirit of God, until we allow the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit to heal uh, that part of our humanity, we're going to continue. We're going to continue to look at ourselves as less than when he has us and, and he has uh, 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 positioned us to be more than conquerors, not just more than, I mean, more than able to get through and to get over things, more than anything that we can imagine or think. He has us of the I am tree, not of the I am not tree. I was reading in one of the translations when it came to... Um, let me read this to you. This is in Revelation. He says, uh, you will have no need to fear anything that you might suffer at any time. Know that this outcast system is about to cast some of you out of your comfort zones of fellowship into a place of confinement and imprisonment where you will be examined and severely, severely uh, pressurized for a period of 10 days. I desire, now this is not talking to us or whatever it is, but I'm going to take a parallel out of this, okay? I desire for you to be fully persuaded, even in the face of death, and crowned like a champion uh, athlete <clears throat> with uh, my victory over death, with his victory over death. It means for us, but it's not written to us, okay? And um, since God is of no respect to a person, since he is the same yesterday, today, and forever, I'm looking at his principles. I'm looking at his precepts. I'm looking at what it is that he's saying uh, uh, to me. I'm looking at the pressure that's coming. I'm looking at the things that people say I must do. I'm looking at the things that people say I must not do. I'm looking at the things that I feel like I want to do and I, and I don't. You know, it's really interesting. I was on, um, oh my God, I was on this sugar thing. I sat up one night and um, ate half a box of candied mints. These mints were so good. I'm not going to tell you where I got them from because then you might go and do the same thing. I don't want to do that to you. 
But I sat up and did that. And then I ate cookies. And then I ate sugar this. And I ate, I, ate, I mean, I bought all of these things. My grandmother, I mean, my granddaughter said, Grandmother, you are really in this sugar thing right now. You have bought everything that you could that has to have with sugar. I did that. And I came to a place the other night on Saturday night that says, okay, th that's the end of that. I cannot do this another day. And so that particular Sunday, uh, the, the, uh, the first or the second, actually, I went on a three day fast. And, uh, in, during that three day fast, uh, uh, some things started to happen to me. And one of the things that started to happen, I started to see things more clearly. And I recognized something that not only do I have to do this, I mean, it was actually for a cleanse, but it started to cleanse my mind. And being a doctor, uh, uh, and had been a nurse, I understand how certain things need to be cleansed out. I needed to be cleansed out. I needed a colonic. Uh, uh, I, I needed more than a colonic. I needed for my whole life, my whole body, my whole, uh, my emotional side, my, my, uh, my weaknesses. I needed for all of those things to be flushed. I went through last week and I was telling you all of these things so that we could get to this. And I'm taking my time a little bit. I'll get faster as we go. You know how I get revved up and, and, and I'll get there. OK, but I have to be willing to uh, tell everything in me to tell whatever it is, to tell whatever is wrong, whatever that does not line up with the kingdom of God, whatever does not line up with the spirit of the fear of the Lord, whatever does not line up with what it is that he has said for me, I have to be willing to die to that. If it caused me my physical life, I have to be willing to die. He was, that's a part in my taking up my cross and following him. He says this, I desire for you to be fully persuaded, even in the face of death, and be crowned like a champion. I read this before, but I'm reading it again. Like a champion athlete with my victory, with his victory over death. He has already overcome it. So the overcomer is in me. So that means I have already overcame. When I was in the hospital and they were betting on whether I'd live or, or die or whatever it was, I kept my eyes focused on him. Why did I keep my eyes focused on him? To be absent from the body, to be absent from what's going on in the body to be absent from the pain of the body, which means I could not focus on the pain. I could not focus on, 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 on the breathing. I could not focus on the fact that my lungs had collapsed. I could not, I could not function. Uh, I mean, focus on, 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 on what it was that, that others were saying. I couldn't focus on anything. I had to be absent from the body. I had to be absent from the diagnoses. I had to be absent from all of the things that it was saying so that I could be present with the spirit of God because he was leading, guiding and directing me in all truth. I couldn't pray loud. I couldn't do many of those things. My, 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 my voice, my body, it would not allow that. But I did do those things. And do you think, do you realize how hard it is to breathe when, and to put air in lungs when they, when, when, when they're not wanting to work, when they've been collapsed, how it is to do that? See, here is what it is. I had to decide, do you want to, do you want to complete your job or do you want to give up? 
Which one do you want to do? And I decided that I would fight for the death of these feelings and go ahead and do whatever it was with this carnal body, with this natural body, with this physical body that had to be done so that the spirit of the Lord could, could complete what it is that he has in me, what it is that he was to do. When I have done my work, just as Paul said, when I have completed my work, when I have done all of that, it's okay because there lays a crown for me. It's okay for me to leave this body, but it's not okay for me. It's not okay for you. It's not okay for us just to give up and decide, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. Gird up the loins of your mind. Gird it up and, and, and exchange it for his mind because his mind says, no matter how difficult it is. I am willing to go through it. I can go through it. And the Bible tells us that we can do all these things through Christ, who is the strengthener of her, uh, uh, of us. He says, I will personally crown you with life. He says this, he says the, uh, the, uh, diabolus, uh, 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 means to cast down. I will keep you from being cast down. I don't want you cast down, your soul cast down. That's why I gave you a mouth. That's why I gave you my word. I gave you my word and I gave you a mouth to speak these things to yourself, to speak what I say, to speak it, to speak it, to speak it. And as you speak it, then that faith comes. The faith of God starts to rise up in you. And then you start to believe. Why is that? Because God is absolutely honest. Ha ha! Woo! God is absolutely truthful. God is absolutely, he is an autocrat. He is, a, 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 he rules, a, a, he's a ruler. He rules with his theocracy. He rules his kingdom because God is absolute he is absolute power he is absolute authority he is absolute all those things that i was telling you last week and he lives on the inside of me he lives on the inside of you so this is what i have to look at i don't have the ability my weakness is made strong when i start to remember who it is that lives on the inside of me this is the spirit of the awe of God. This is the spirit of the power of God, the fear of God, the adversary, everything out there. It's scared of him. It is afraid of him, but I am not afraid of him because why? Because he lives in me and he says that I am an instrument that he wants to use. And as I submit myself unto him and I resist all of those other things, those things will recognize Wow, that's the authority of God. That's the ability of God. That's the mandate of God. Look at what's happening from inside of that woman. Well, how can she do this? How can she be so happy? How can she be so joyous? How can she do these things that she's doing? Huh? Because of who is on the inside of her and because of who she trusts and because she believes that God, she knows that God is absolute. He says this, so I will not be cast down. David talked about that also. That cast down system, it represents, it's a, rep, it's a representation, uh, representation of the religious system 
we think religion is, hmm, uh, you know, how people act in church. It is not. It is the system that we live in. It is the demonic system. It tells you what you can do. It tells you who you are not. It tells you, you are not good enough for this. You can't do this. You're not capable of this because of this, because of this. It always has some crappy because. Always have some of that mess. That's what that system does. It's because you're not educated enough, because you don't have a uh, uh, big enough something, because you you too big, because you're you're wrong. Uh, uh, something it will find something. Even if you thought you were perfect, it will find something that you are not. And we don't eat off of that tree. We eat off of the tree that I am, that I am, that I am, that I am. And the power of almighty God is the one that lives on the inside of me. And I can, I am. And he says this, he says uh, that rep that system represents the system of religion, which is a typical, which is the typical fruit of the same tree of temptation in the garden of Eden, the tree of legalistic rule and performance. If I don't perform a certain way, then I can't hang with you. Do you understand that? I mean, how foolish is that? Um, but God says in these last days that he was going to bring like-minded people together. And I pray that I have some like-minded people. And what does that mean? He's talking about, he's going to bring some people together that has the mind of Christ. Ha! Huh? And if we have the mind of Christ, we think alike. We don't think on my purpose. I don't think in the same vein all the way that you do, the way that you think this, because my part, my purpose is different. And so, uh, again, Genesis 3.17, I must listen to what it is that he has said. And once I listen to what it is that he has said, I can't listen to my emotions. I can't listen to my feelings. I can't listen to my hunger pains. I can't listen to something somebody else has said, whether it be my husband, my wife, my children, my family, whether it be you can't visit us if you don't do this. You can't do this if you don't do this. If that is not in you. You stand. You stand. You stand with what the Lord has told you to do. He knows how to deal with your family. He knows how to deal with the situation. And the one that knows that will lead you into all truth is the one that is on the inside of you. This legalistic, legalistic rule and performance that would want to squeeze people into its mold to make them conform to their structure of control. It is the system empowered by the I am am not treat. What does Romans 12 tell us? It says, do not be conformed to this world. Why is it telling us not to be conformed with this world? Because the world is the religious system. It is the religious system. Look at the Pharisees and the Sadducees and all those and some of the scribes and whatever it is. They conformed. Now listen to this. They conformed to Caesar. They conformed to all the, 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 the Romans. They conformed to them. Why? So that they could operate their, their, their other part of their religion. But what happened is this. They weren't able to do it with power. And then this man came along named Jesus, named Yeshua. And what he did, he operated. He showed how it really is to be operated. He showed how it was to operate out of a totally 
honest, totally authority, uh, the, the authority and the power of the spirit of the fear of the owner, how it is to operate, how it is to do, uh, how it is to do what it is that he wants to do done so when faced with severe contradictions remember how the lamb was scrutinized jesus was already checked out he had it had to be a lamb of of uh, of a year it had to be checked out it had to be looked at all under everything it had to be done and this is what he was he was scrutinized but he was scrutinized for you so that you could walk in the i am i am everything that he says i am I can do all these things. So your color, your nationality, where you live, whether uh, uh, none of those things matter. You don't have to come to the United States of America. You don't have to be in a certain neighborhood. You don't have to do any of those things in order to make the word of God work in your life because it wants to work. It is active. It is powerful. It wants to do what it, it wants to do, what God wants it to do. He has already said, my word, I'm awakened to my word. I'm awakened to my word. I'm awakened to my word. What does that mean? He was asleep and then he woke up. Heck to the no. That's not what it means. It means that he is always on the alert to his word. When he hears these words coming out in faith, that's why we you and I have to really get the understanding, the knowing, the knowing, the wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding, the insight of the name of Jesus. And that is one of the, one of the jobs, one of the, 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 uh, um, uh, one of the identities, one of the distinctions that Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit will use to, I mean, he will show us, he will lead us into all truth. He will lead us into all of Jesus. He will lead us into the part that we have the power, we have the authority, we have the ability to go ahead and do whatever it is, no matter how difficult it looks. It's not difficult when the name of Jesus because when we speak that name, we're talking his blood, we're talking his power, we're talking his cleanliness, we're talking his holiness, we're talking, we're talking his authority, we're talking his ownership of the earth, we're talking his ownership of everything, we're talking about the owner, we're talking about the Lord of Lords, the Lord that owns everything, we're talking about the one that knows everything, one that created everything. This is what we need to have in our mind. So when we speak that name, when we agree with what it is that he says and we speak that name, that name wants to explode in the situation. But if we don't know how, like the sons of Sceva was, he says well, that those demons that were in them says, I know this one, I know this one, but I don't know you. So I'm getting ready to kick behind. And this is what it is that they did. Why is that? Because they spoke the name without the authority. They spoke the name without knowing about the name without knowing the one that the name was and without knowing that that name was on the inside of them. See, we got to recognize you are full of power. You are full of authority. You are full of who he is. But we have to allow ourselves to be that one. We are one in him. It's not God and them and then us. No, no, I am one in him. I am one with him. We must be wise and realize that we have distinctions that none of us, that all of us, that it was God's plan for us to be different. 
It was not God's plan for all of us to be little pearly white people, little pearly black, little pearly yellow, little pearly uh, 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 any of it. It was not. It was not his idea for everyone to be the same, but he can bring out of, he brought out of three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. He brought every nationality of people out of those three groups, which he brought out of Noah and his wife. So let me, I mean, you know, have you ever thought of that? How do we have so many different hues of people? How do we have so many distinctions of people that only came out of Adam and Eve, uh, uh, that only came out of Noah and his wife? Think about it. So can't God do it all? Can't he can't he rule with absolute authority, absolute power, absolute of being who he is? This is what we got to get in us. We have to recognize this. And, and, and we need to push this into ourselves. Nobody, nobody can make you believe this but you. Nobody. He can tell you this. He can preach this. He can proclaim this. He can let you know that, but your eyes and your ears and your hearts must be able to identify who it is that is talking to you, who it is that's on the inside of you, whose it is that says you are more than enough. You are more than enough. You are everything that I intended you to be. And when you let me come on the inside of you, and when you submit to me, resist those feelings, resist those things that that you normally uh, uh, fall to, resist those things, then even those feelings will flee. You know, it's like when you're on a fast or you're, 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 uh, uh, whatever it is, uh, you're on a fast or something like that. And here it is, you decide, Oh, I'm really hungry, hungry, hungry. And then you resist those feelings. You get some water or whatever, and you get some water, some juice, whatever type of thing you're on. And all of a sudden, then you get into the word of God. Ha! When you get into the word of God, then something, something miraculous happens. What happens is you're not hungry for food anymore. You're hungry for him. It's just like when the disciples came to Jesus and he was talking to the woman at the well, the Samaritan woman at the well. And they said, <clears throat> uh, did you get something to eat? And he says, I got food to eat. I got meat to eat that you don't even know about. You will know it later, but you don't know about that. And they're saying, who went and got him anything to eat? Who went and got him anything to eat? He released what was on the inside of him. He released the spirit of food. He released the spirit of God on the inside. This is the reason that he was able to say to the adversary, to the devil, to Satan, to the Satan, he was able to say to him, get out of here, get behind me, go. I'm not going to worship you. I'm not turning this bread into, I mean, these rocks into bread. I'm not, I'm not going to worship you for you giving me a kingdom that I came to kick behind so that I could get it on my own so that my people could walk in that kingdom so that they would have the ability to know that the kingdom of God is theirs, that it doesn't belong to you, that you have no power, no authority, no abilities, none except what they give you. And so it's time that we stop giving him anything. The Bible says, give the adversary no place. Give him no goodies. Give him no place. Give him none of your mind. Give him none of your thoughts. Give him nothing. Okay? And when we decide that, I ain't giving up nothing. Do you understand me? I ain't giving up nothing. 
You ain't getting none of this. None. None. Zip. Everything is closed up to you. None of it. I ain't giving you no place. I'm not giving you no conversation. I'm not giving you any parts of my mind, any parts of my body, any parts of anything. Why is that? Because I'm giving it all to Jesus. And I mean that. It's not, oh, I've given it all to Jesus. <laughs> and then still making plans for your sickness, still making plans for your disease, still making plans for your lack. What kind of madness is that? See, that's not where we want to go. I'm, I'm, I'm going to finish this up because I only have a few minutes left. Okay. Uh, this apostle uh, of F.B. F.B. Meyer said this, uh, the epistle of, the, uh, no, I'm not going to read that. Nope, not going to read that. I'm going to go ahead and finish over here because I only have, uh, yeah, a few minutes. Okay. Um, the Bible asks this, what is the fear of the Lord? In, in uh, Psalms 34, 11, he says, come, you children, hearken to me, listen to me, listen to me, and I will teach you the, I will teach you the fear of the Lord. You see, what it is is that we, I mean, I talk really fast sometimes, but what it is many times, we're going to have to slow down in we want to grow up so fast. We want to be with this group of people. We want to pretend like we got all this wisdom, knowledge, understanding, insight. We got it all together and everything is falling down around us. And what we have is a whole lot of manipulation. We got to stop that. That cannot happen this year. You know, throughout the Bible, the, the Holy Spirit talks about the fear of the Lord. And a lot of that's in the book of Proverbs. And we find all of these different aspects of what the fear of the Lord is. But the one that I want to hit and just hit sharp, just hit hard right now is this. We have to learn to allow him to teach us. This is a part of his personage. This is a part so that the manifestations of the things that God wants manifested in the earth can manifest itself. Otherwise, we will be going around this mountain one more time, going around the mountain one more time, complaining. Stop complaining about who did what to you. Stop it. Just stop it. It doesn't matter. They did it for your good, whether you saw it or not. They did not take you out. So stop allowing the adversary to still ride on your back. Let those porcupines, let those sharp things, let that power of God uh, 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 go and just kick them all off in the name of Jesus. And I'm talking about the real name of Jesus. See, because then you can forget those things which are behind and you can press towards the mark of something that is important. Here, let me let me let me tell you this real quick. The adversary's job is to keep you focused, to keep you with the emotions, to keep you with the feelings, to keep you guarded against other people in the body, in the kingdom that might hurt you. I told you last week, you will get hurt. You will get hurt. Anytime you're around people, you'll get hurt. If you don't want to get hurt no more, then go to heaven. You won't get hurt there. Oh, are you hearing what I'm saying to you? Forget those things that are behind. Let the spirit of God heal you in those areas that need to be healed. Let him show you who he is. Let him show you the fear, the awe, the power of the spirit of the Lord. My time is up. 
Thank you so much for allowing me in your home, in your car, wherever it is that you're watching or looking at this. And this is Dr. Baker J, Apostle Dr. Baker J. Baker. That will be back next time uh, to tell it like it is the kingdom way. Bye-bye. If you want to give an offering, uh, remember, information is on the website. Uh, Bye-bye. Thank you.